Welcome to the Cookery by the Book podcast with me, Susie Chase. Hi, I'm Raquel Pelzel, and my cookbook is Toast the Cookbook. Okay, so I looked up the definition of toast. It's sliced bread that has been made brown by being put near high heat. Seriously, who doesn't like toast? In your cookbook, Toast, the cookbook, you show us a sophisticated evolution of toast. I love that you've organized these recipes by season. Is toast experiencing a renaissance? Um, I think so, yeah. I mean, I think that toast in the singular as just, you know, kind of singed or, or browned bread and also toast as the dish, you know, toast with stuff on top. I think they're both kind of experiencing this this really beautiful um, kind of an evolution, if you would. You'd see it on so many menus and and so many bakeries. And I think when you use that amazing, gorgeous bread, and then you pair that with seasonal, beautiful ingredients from a green market or from a local shop, you know, you can't help but create something that tastes really good. So give us the basics. In developing the recipes for toast, I used a lot of different kinds of bread and and you know it kind of went back and forth like do I recommend a certain kind of bread for each recipe which would of course be incredibly easy to do you know, people get nervous enough when they look at a recipe and they're like oh my gosh I don't have you know I don't have paprika now I can't make the entire recipe and it's like right. well no you could just cut that ingredient out eat something else instead and it would be beautiful so I didn't want people to feel like oh no I can't find you know old Jewish marble rye bread to make the you know the Danish meatball toast well no you could still do the Danish meatball toast just you know make it on any kind of bread so I guess I could make specific recommendations of actual bread for each recipe, but I didn't want to, you know, turn people off and, and make them think that they had to go to 18 different bakeries to find exactly the right bread. Um, that said, of course, you know, there are certain kinds of breads that work better for toast than others. Um, generally speaking, any bread that doesn't have large tunnels in it, like, you know, you get a beautiful loaf of ciabatta, and, and I love ciabatta, but you, you slice it open, and there's all these, like, holes in the bread. And that's something that bakers actually strive for. Like, they want those big, beautiful tunnels and holes because, you know, it means there's lots of gas trapped within the dough. It had a good rise. The crust is, you know, developed enough to, to trap all of that air inside the bread and make it airy and beautiful. But when you're making toast with toppings on top, you put the toppings on top of the toast, and then they fall through. <laughs> so, I, you know, generally, I go for breads that I think will have a tighter crumb. I mean, sometimes you slice into a loaf and it's like, oh, there's a tunnel. And in that case, occasionally what I'll do is I'll just slice the bread. I'll slice the loaf um, uh, horizontally through the middle and I'll almost like as if you're making a sandwich and then I'll toast that bread and then I'll cut it crosswise and then top it because then at least you have the crust as a buffer. So none of the ingredients will actually fall through because you're slicing the bread you know, through its through its middle from end to end, um, like you're making a giant, you know, grinder or sub or hero, whatever, you know, depending on where you're from in the country. Um, and then, you know, you toast that up and then cut it crosswise into like strips, almost like, you know, old school garlic bread strips. <clears throat> um, and you can toast, you can top toast that way as well. Um, the only problem with that way is that then you have thicker toast. And I kind of found that like between a half inch to three quarters of an inch was my personal sweet spot just because I really like it when you get the the crispy 
beautiful brown surface of the bread, the top and the bottom, and then the interior, you still have that pliable kind of bouncy crumbs happening um, on the bottom. And I just thought that was kind of perfect. What are some of the different toasting methods? Um, Well, there's a lot of ways. And actually, I don't even own a toaster. So people find that out and they're like, Wait, that's funny. I live in Brooklyn. I have a small kitchen. You know, counter space is a premium, and there's I so know. many ways to toast bread. Yeah, and actually, the toaster, it makes beautifully even, evenly toasted slices of bread, but I actually really love to use the broiler because I find that the singe you get around the crust, especially when it gets really dark, um, is provides just a wonderful contrast. You have that kind of bittery, you know, bitter, charred edge you know, in contrast to like a golden interior crumb. And I think that's really nice. So I like to broil. That's my top choice. Um, I also love to pan sear bread. So you would oil or butter the top of the bread and then cook it in a skillet, um, preferably weighed down like with a little a heat safe plate and then put like a can of beans on top. So you get the surface of the bread even from side to side. So it toasts evenly. So you don't like take it out and have you know, a toasted crust, but then the inside is still kind of like spongy and rocks. It didn't hit the pan bottom. Um, yeah, so it just depends. But just, you know, you can keep checking and it's not going to hurt it to like pick it up every once in a while and, and look at it. Because honestly, the worst smell in the world is burnt toast. So Yes, um, I, I live in New York City too. And someone burns their toast every single morning and it just wafts oh, through the whole building. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, you, you should flip like a courtesy letter under their door. Just With so some know. Lysol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, little so, spritz of Febreze. <laughs> who are some of the chefs that contributed to this book? Oh, I was so lucky. So, you know, my publisher is Fiden, and um, they publish, they, so the cookbook Toast is published in French, it's in France, it's in uh, the UK, it's in Australia, and then next spring it's going to be in Korea and Germany, which is kind of crazy, mind-blowing. Um, so in order to, you know, I, I tried very hard to make sure the recipes really reflect the global audience that of, of Fiden, because, you know, they're, they're just opened a, an office in New York City, but they're a, a UK um, the birthplaces in England and London. When I asked chefs to contribute a recipe, and um, it was also important to, you know, ask chefs from different places of the United States, but also different places around the world. Dan Kluger, who used to be at ABC Kitchen, and he kind of, I think, in my opinion, I think he kind of kicked off the whole toast trend in New York City, fancy toast. Like, there's some cafes that were doing avocado toast already, but Dan really kind of he inspired so many of us, myself, and so many other chefs and, and cooks to take green market ingredients and, and you know, layer them in interesting and intricate ways on top of beautiful bread. So Dan Kluger offered a recipe for the book that's really beautiful, kind of minty pea smash with a lemon oil. It's just gorgeous, and it's on top of ricotta. Then there's a chef from Australia named Bill Granger. He is kind of credited with inventing the avocado toast, although it's kind of like saying, you know, I invented peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's so ubiquitous at this point. He has a restaurant in Australia, and um, it's a great breakfast spot, and it's known for its avocado toast, and it's been around for a while. And he gave me this really great recipe for kind of a take on a tuna melt, which uses... Um, two kinds of mozzarella, uh, fresh mozz and an aged mozzarella, and then um, it includes capers and I think lots of parsley and kind of has a salsa verde thing happening. And 
It's really fresh and bright and delicious and probably one of the best tuna salads I've ever had. It's really vibrant. Fergus Henderson offered a recipe from London. Uh, he's known for his nose-to-tail cooking, and he gave me a beef mince on toast, like super traditional um, English, you know, really hearty. And he uses marrow to, instead of butter to kind of like fatten the toast so it, it, you know, to absorb into the bread. And it's just really decadent and delicious. Sarit and Itamar from Honey and Company, also in London, gave me a recipe for chicken liver on toast. And they used to work with um, Yotam Orlengi in England. And, um, you know, they've they're both Israeli and um, the style of their food is very kind of, you know, Middle Eastern, yet with kind of new new world inspired twists and ingredients. And um, their chopped liver toast is really incredible. Severe Saran, who's an Indian chef who I wrote a couple of books with, um, he gave me a recipe for an Indian balchow toast using lobster. It has this really beautiful tomato sauce with lots of spices and cilantro. Deb Perlman from Smitten Kitchen gave me a really nice um, cauliflower and like a beer gravy toast, which is really fun. Oh, and then Hugh, of course, Hugh. Uh, he gave me the cover recipe. So, you know, he's on Bravo and all these TV shows. And and he um, gave me this gorgeous recipe for a toast with apple butter, poached chicken, and turnips um, and the farmer's cheese crumbled over the top. And it was so gorgeous that we decided to make it the cover. As with all beautiful Fidon books, the layout and the photographs are gorgeous. Can you talk a little bit about the photography process and food photographer Evan Sung? Yes. Well, Evan Sung is just a lovely man. <laughs> He's so great. He he actually shot another book that um, I co-authored, uh, the Nam Pong cookbook, which is coming out through Houghton Mifflin Harcourt in May 2016. Um, Evan is just an immensely talented. He's got this great, you know, he, he loves food and respects food, and it really comes through in his photography. And then he has this great kind of urban, vibrant, like, bold color sensibility. So the food just kind of comes alive under his lens. Um, and he shot all of the recipes and Suzanne Lenzer styled them. And that was no small feat because when you think about it, you have 50 recipes for toast. How do you make, I mean, it's toast. Like how do you make each, each photo look a little bit different and interesting? I mean, I, I can't take any credit for it because I am not a food stylist. It's all Suzanne and Evan and um, their great use of props and light and using different kinds of bread and different sizes of bread and cutting them in different ways just to make the um, actual shapes of the bread visually interesting and different from page to page. So Thanksgiving is next week, and you have a fantastic Thanksgiving toast recipe to use with leftovers. (laughs) Can you describe that? You know, instead of just piling everything on top of a plate and reheating it, you're kind of creating something new altogether. So I took the cranberry sauce, because you usually have a little bit of leftover cranberry sauce, and used that to spread along the base of the toast. And then I added, you know, mashed potatoes and some leftover turkey that gets pulled into long, beautiful, shreddy pieces. And then, you know, just drizzled gravy over the whole thing. And um, just so beautiful. For the mashed potatoes, I added a little bit of cheese just to make it, you know, kind of interesting and different. Um, But you could really do this with anything you have left over. Like if you have leftover cranberry sauce and you want to give it an Indian spin, you could add some chomp cilantro and maybe a chopped jalapeno. Um, You could stir in uh, garam masala and turmeric into the mashed potatoes. You could, you know, fry an egg and put it on top. You could, I mean, it it could go in so many different directions. You could also do the, um, if you didn't want to have like a, a, 
kind of this style of Thanksgiving toast with gravy and all that. You could take the, you know, the turkey, of course, and make it into a turkey salad, kind of following. I have a poached chicken salad recipe, but just sub in turkey for the chicken and use apples or grapes instead of the peaches, and, and you've got a beautiful lunch salad that's ready to go. And with leftover sweet potatoes, you could make the... Um, there's a, a squash toast that has manchego and spiced pecans, and it's really fall and like cider and, and, you know, those great spices. And, you know, you could just stir those into leftover roasted sweet potatoes and, um, and top it with some, some nuts, toasted nuts or spiced nuts if you want to make the spiced nuts with some cheese shaved over the top, and it's beautiful. So the other night for dinner, I made your recipe for patty melt toast on page 53. Usually patty melts to me are so heavy, and you just leave feeling awful. But since this was on one slice of toasted rye, it was so much lighter, and it was just fabulous. Thank you so much. It was kind of like, you know, I mean, I have a... There's certain things that you want to make sure you include in the book and kind of like burgers and meatballs are always two great recipes to have in a cookbook. Um, but, you know, I didn't want either one to be traditional. And how do you include a burger in a toast book? So then, um, and then, you know, I just naturally went to the patty melt and I was like, oh, it's totally be like an open face toast with sauteed onions. And um, I love a great patty melt, but I agree. Sometimes they can be just gut bombs. So having it on toast lightens it up a bit. Where can we find you on the web? RaquelCovell.com. Um, I have um, recipes up there. There's, um, you can see where I'm going to be signing books next, um, appearances. I was just at ABC Carpet and Home in, in uh, Manhattan last night for a holiday market event. Yeah, you can, you can find all kinds of toast-related intel there. Thanks, Raquel, for coming on Cookery by the Book podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.